Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is the Legend Series with Tim Manor, Part 2. Enjoy. There is this opportunity for young players to still play to their potential. I think it's the senior playing group that feel it the most. Yeah. Um, you know, your leadership group, your captains, your older players, they they notice a lot of the changes around them. Then they start... You're right, you talked about self-preservation. Yeah. Rugby league is very much... Um, an industry where people are so um, worried about losing their job mm. that it becomes a what do I do to protect my job and it gets people will do some strange things to make sure they don't lose their job the start of 2013 your life had changed forever you mentioned your the loss of your brother Johnny at just 23 years of age the whole period was that just a, a flood of emotion um, yeah so like you know if you fast, if you rewind a couple of years ago, 2009, so I debuted, but he also debuted halfway through that year as well. Yep. So he was 19, I was 21, I was at Paris at Sharks, and we were living the dream, mate. We were, it was the best time of our lives. Yeah. You know, we were both playing first grade, living the, like our childhood dream out in real life. Um, and then when he got diagnosed with cancer, that really rattled the cages because back then, like you heard the word cancer, you know, it just freaked you out. Yeah. Um, so he goes on the journey for mission. Uh, the journey of treatment and gets into remission. But throughout that journey, that was interesting as well because the whole time I just thought, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and he was at one year to a three-year deal at, at Sharks and Ricky Stewart was very vocal at making sure that they honoured that three-year yep. deal. And um, even once Ricky left, Johnny was able to debut or come back and play first grade under Flano, which was you know great to see him come back into first grade. Yeah. Paris signed him after his threes at Sharks. He killed it that off-season with Steve Kearney. And, mm. It wasn't until the Christmas break that he, things got worse. You know, him and I were living together in an apartment around the corner and he'd come home from training and just call up in a ball and just be in pain. But we thought it wasn't cancer because he'd go in for his checks every three months and yeah. that'd feel for any lumps. And because he was so muscular, they couldn't feel these lumps because he had muscle everywhere. Yeah. Um, it turns out when they sent him for scans, he lit up like a Christmas tree. It was bigger than it ever was before. Uh, and, you know, a few months later, he passed away. So yeah. it all happened really quickly. Um, but, you know, I, I was pretty fortunate to be in the rugby league community at the time. There's so many people that go through that same thing I went through that don't have the network or the support that we had. It's a nice and, way of looking at it. And we had a flood of support. Man. We had, I think, you know, like every NRL club sent our family like flowers and it was just oh. like, um, mm. you know, the, the amount of care and the amount of honour that they showed, um, you know, even to this day, the, the Johnny Manor Cup is something that we still yeah. pinch ourselves that we get to do. Like, um, it was never a... A Joey Johns or a superstar of the game, but you know, the fact that we can actually celebrate his life still is, is pretty special. I remember, I don't think it was the first Johnny Manor Cup, I think it was the second one. Uh, and you weren't actually playing, you were out injured. 
Yep. And you and I stood on the sideline together um, pre-game and throughout, you know, the mention on the big screen and, and you handled it like an absolute trooper and that gave me strength. <laughs> just, just, just seeing you, I thought that was, that was wonderful because I, I can't speak from experience but I don't know how I would cope recovering from the loss of a sibling. Do you ever get back to where you were or not? Um, I, like I said, because of our faith, it's, it's made it so much easier for us. So we, we, we don't believe, we don't have any doubt of what the you know, mm. afterlife looks like. We have that security and that assurance. Um, so for us, it's always been a, we know we'll see him again. Um, yeah. And then I'll, the way I look at it is if you compare eternity like to, say you live to be 100 years old, yeah. Hundred years old compared to eternity is like a vapor, like a flash, like a. Yeah. It's, not, it's here today, gone tomorrow. Mm. Um, so everyone says, you know, he died so young at twenty three years old. I'm like, well, twenty three or two hundred years old. There's compared to eternity is nothing. So, yeah. and the, the cool thing is the amount of impact he had in his twenty three years. You know, like yeah, the amount of lives that even to this day that people say they were touched by him, and mm. um, you know, it's really cool that he was able to have that impact in such a short time in his life. Off footy, twenty fourteen. Yep, you got married to Steph. Now, you Instagram stalker, you. Yeah. I'm going to let you tell the story here. Ah, uh, yeah. So, we're actually, we're playing a game in Mudgee. Uh, this was in 13 when Sticky was coach. Um, and Hainsey was showing me this photo on Instagram of this girl that he was keen on. And in this photo was my f- future wife. Uh, and I asked him, who's that? And he said, oh, I've got no idea. So, I, I asked her around a lot of um, – she was here studying for South Africa. Um, and she was at the church that we were going to and I asked around a few people if they would introduce me. and. Finally got someone that knew her and she turned me down straight away saying not interested. Uh, so I kept pursuing and eventually got to take her on a date. And uh, funnily enough, we're now married eight years and two kids. So Just yeah. brilliant. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. You mentioned Jared. He'd make his move to the NFL uh, around this time. Um, I should probably request again for you to take up the story, but was it a surprise? Yeah, big time, big time. Um, Are you telling the truth, Timmy? The surprise of him leaving? Yeah. Yeah, I think, it was, to be honest, anyone that knows Jared, it would have been a surprise for him as well. Yeah. So there wouldn't have been you know, a, a five-year plan process going into it. No. Um, and funnily enough, Power actually funded his dream because we were going to Seattle for a team trip away to, to do some stuff with the Seahawks, the whole team. Mm. Hainsey was about playing the World Cup for Australia. The only player in our squad that was going to go on our Seattle trip. And Hainsey, I mean, Hainsey, you know, argued to the club that he should be able to go. So they paid for him to go on his own, um, like, after the season. So he went yep. to Seattle on his own, paid for by Paramount, a phone business class. And it's on that trip that he, he came back thinking, I love this, I want to give it a crack. So he comes back, and then it's only a couple of months later he decides to, to do it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I still remember he – there's a cafe around literally about 50 metres that way called Entrada. And he does his press conference, announces that he's leaving, yeah. comes back, we have a coffee, and I had no idea. He, the only, he called me about an hour before the press conference telling me what's happening, and it was like the, the biggest shock. So we sit down in the cafe having coffee. He's like, oh, we got some friends through church and that are friends with NFL players and NFL clubs, and they're, like, they've got connections over there. Wow. And he goes to me, he goes, oh, do you reckon this guy can get me an introduction to a club? And it was at that moment it occurred to me, this guy who just won his Dalian Award, yep. 26 years old, in the peak of his career, 
just announces he's quitting and has got not one lead, not even one person saying, come, we'll give you a trial. No one even showed any interest wow. yet. So he, and I said, I go, do you have nothing lined up? He goes, no. He goes, I thought I'd quit first so I can go and like – so he had no no leads at all. That's uh, big balls, isn't oh, it? Oh, mate. And it, his story, like, you know, I think and I think one day he'll tell his story, but it's fascinating. Like, like I'm talking like he lived out of the boot of his car for the first three, four weeks, jumped around from Airbnbs, trying to figure out how do I make it over there. And then he finally he found an, a representative over there, like an agent that helped an idea saying, rather than chasing every club, why don't you hold it at a trial day and get them to come to you? And that's kind of how he got noticed. And, um, but... Yeah, the, the kahunas on him to to walk wow. out of it. And, you know, he was on good money, yeah. uh, top of the game, just running second LEM. Um, you know, the sky was the limit. He would have been, you talk about origin, he would have been the most capped origin player of all time if he stayed. Mm. Um, so if, you know, for him to, and then for him to make it, like, you know, I think everyone in Australia just thought, you know, he made it grony. But you speak to Americans and the, the stats on him, the, like being able to make it, he's first, it's of. ridiculous. Like the amount of kids that play that sport. and. Yep. You know, Hainsey was learning. You'd, you'd be a familiar. So, if we, for example, if we do an NRL, um, you drop player and lead runner. So, mm-hmm. you know, we call it a drop jet. Another team we might call it a seventy-one. Like, it's, everyone knows the play, just got different names. Yep. Hainsey had to learn a whole, like a whole, all the names, all the plays. So it was like learning a different language. So he'd be studying his book, and um, you know, he was really clever the way he was able to pick it up so quickly. Proud of him because he did do so well. Yeah, mate, and like I flew over for his first game. Yeah, um, his first game wasn't very memorable. You know, his first touch I wish yep. he can't, wish could have again because he never drops those. But um, the fact that he got there and did it was I still that whole day. I was um, sitting next to his manager Wayne Beaver, his old man, and we we're just thinking, yeah, like looking around the stadium, like this is ridiculous. How, how's he doing this? Um, so it was a really cool moment. Have you still got the number thirty-eight jersey? I do. Yeah, I've got yeah. a couple. Actually, got two signed ones by him. So who knows? That might be worth something one day. Hey legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week. And we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want, and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Mate, in 2017, you had the chance to represent Lebanon for the first of five times. What did that mean to you, firstly? More importantly, what did that mean to the family? Yeah, so I've always been in and around the Lebanese teams. So as a, obviously, as a Lebanese kid coming through, the, the team would always try to get me involved in games. And looking back now, I was, I'm probably a bit ashamed of how much I turned it down. Like, I yeah. wasn't interested in mine to play for them. Um, you know, after every season, you know, they'd be going off to play in, I don't know, in Malta or go play in South Africa or play a game that, from in my mind, I'm like, well, I'd rather switch off from footy, go on a holiday and get ready for next year rather than yep. continue playing and, and not really get a chance to switch off. Mm. So 
I, I didn't play a lot of my – well, I didn't play ever until the 2017 mm-hmm. uh, World Cup. And I kind of feel a bit ashamed because those guys that did those trips, they qualified us to be able to play. So we kind of, on the back of their coattails, were able to kind of walk into a World Cup on the back of what yeah. they did for us. So um, not a shame, but I kind of feel like you know, they deserved a bit more because they did all the hard mm. yards to get us there. Um, that said, the guys we got to play with was, you know, it was the most memorable five weeks of my life. Uh, you couldn't have asked for a better coach. Brad Filler came in and um, originally Ivan Cleary got the job. Yeah. And we had a dinner with Ivan Cleary, the key players, and um, a couple of weeks later he he took the job with the Tigers. Yep. Um, so then we were in limo again and then Freddie came in and Freddie was perfect because a lot of these people, can, we can be tough, mate. We can be hard work. <laughs> so someone like Freddie come in who's, you know, not easily rattled. He just come in and yep. just – it was perfect for us. Um, and we had guys in our team, mate. We had like a, a 35-year-old Danny Barricade who's an architect down the road. Yep. He played against Australia. He's 35-year-old. He was done. His last ever game of footy. Yep. I was looking at him and athletically I was thinking probably not in the peak of his footy yeah. career. And then for him to go out and play against Australia and hold his own, like yep. did so well. I'm like, it's an incredible story of, that, of how well these, these guys did. You know, these guys mm. that were – they had to go back to work during the World Cup, so they were working on site so they could keep ticking over wow. at work and then come back and play against you know, Australia and Tonga and it was England. It was really special. Across your journey, the game changed dramatically on the field. Um, a facial injury, a wooden spoon. Uh, the spoon came from nowhere, as you mentioned earlier. 2018 was, was the nightmare, wasn't it? Was that the low point? Um, that was strange. It was 2017, we finished top four. Yep. And we were going into 18. We just re-signed Jared Hayne. Yep. Um, I think there's a couple of other key players, maybe Tony Williams, a few other key players we, we had on board, and I thought, we're going to win the comp this year. So to go into a season so confident they're going to win the competition yeah. and come 18th, uh, come 16th, was was heartbreaking. Yep. Um, and then I talk about being captain, captain and, you know, the 3 a.m. phone calls with the coach after a game trying to figure out what do we do, how do we fix this, what, do we, mm. what needs to be done. Um, you know, the, the the stories and rumors that are coming out in the media, like, you know, this person just had a fight with this person on the train, and like, yep. no truth to it. And you think, how do, like, it's just funny when you, when things aren't going well, mm. uh, this the, the stories and rumors that start floating around. Um, and it was just really hard to take, especially as the leader of the team. It was heartbreaking oh. for me. Um, looking around the playing squad and knowing how much talent we had in that squad. Yep. Um, and knowing we just couldn't get it right. Uh, you know, in many ways, I think, that was probably the writing on the wall for me because, you know, fast forward 12 months and that was going to be my last year. Mm. I think that that season was probably enough for, you know, fans, um, coaches, stakeholders going through lives that maybe Timmy's home was done as well. So even though I felt individually I was playing great football, yep. um, you know, 2019, you know, that, that start of the year, I'd never played better, you know, statistically speaking for years. Yep. Um, but I think uh, as a result of the failures of 2018, you know, I'd wear a lot of that in the following year and I yeah. think the writing was on the wall for me regardless of how I played, it was always going to be my last year. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. There were suggestions shortly after you were off to the Tigers, then not, time in second division, injury. Was the timing right? Are you, are you glad you, you, you did it when you did? Mate, the, the, the pleasantry of hindsight is amazing. Like now, Isn't it? Like, you know, we're, we're sitting here in our office and – I've just gave you a bit of an insight in my last two years of, of in terms of business and what, what life has yeah. been like post-football and how perfectly 
you know, the like the stars aligned for me to end up yep. where I am. If I didn't retire that year, I never worked for Paramount that year. I never have built any of these companies, a client of mine. We never go into business together. Um, you know, my, my life would have been a completely different trajectory mm. if I didn't retire what I did. Absolutely. Um, so I'm really fortunate that things worked out the way I did. When you're going through it, though, and, and you know yourself, yeah. you know, when you're going through the, the, the trials, um, it's heartbreaking because you don't understand why things are happening. You don't, you know, you're trying to make sense of it. And yeah, uh, it all seems very unfair, doesn't it? Yeah, and I, I realise I'm not unique. Like you know, you've got a story, but then you know, yep. I, I work with. Um, I, I told you earlier, I've got 25 people that are I kind of help transition as a mentor yep. uh, that have retired now. And it's funny because every player's got a story. You know, like no one goes out in their own terms. Rarely do they. No. Um, and there's a lot of hurt and a lot of bitterness. So I had to deal a lot with myself to, to deal with that. Otherwise, yep. you know, it would have really affected me for the next, you know, 10, 20 years if I didn't deal with, you know, that, that those feelings of hurt. Cause and you had every reason to, to feel hurt, wronged, or upset. Upset's probably yeah. the word. Um, you know, like I don't need to get into the details of it. No. And um, you know, I think a lot of people involved with it, maybe now they can look back and realise that they probably got a lot of things wrong, yeah. which they could have. But it's sport, mate. And, um, you know, it's, I'm not the first person that mm. had that um, experience. I'm sure I won't be the last. Uh, that said, you know, it's it's a it's a passion of mine to make sure that I kind of help players that are at that stage of their career. I love um, that prepare and understand that it's not always going to be roses so yep. you know when the, when the trials do come just be, try to be as prepared for it as you can and um, I sound like that old guy because I remember when I was young and they'll tell me you know you watch out young kids you, you blink and your career will be over uh, yep. and it's so true because you get to the end of your career you're like oh, that went so quick and then you've realised I've got a whole lifetime ahead of me like you know you, I retired at 31 Yep. and as a kid playing first grade 31 set like forever away but mm. You know, I've still got another 30s of, of my life in terms of in the workforce that I want to like achieve yeah. big goals. And I actually am more motivated now in this career, like post-football, to achieve things than I was when I was playing, which is strange. And you're busier probably now than what you were as a player. Yeah, well, I, I, I joke around now, but I kind of feel like I overachieved as a player. Like growing up, I was always an academic at school. I was always someone yeah. that, you know, was looking forward to the business world. I, 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 okay. I was motivated by it um, and just happened to fall into rugby league and it kept going. like. Yeah, you know, I was so fortunate the way you know I got picked up by Para as a fourteen year old. Yep. They groomed me to be a first grader. I kind of was so fortunate the way I went sixteens, eighteens, twenties. My first year, twenty one year old, I debuted round one. Yep. Never played reserve grade till the end of my career. I kind of did the perfect run through. Absolutely. So, um, I was kind of gifted a great career, but I'm also um, excited about you know. Mm. about the, the, the corporate world and, and building my life um, outside of rugby league as well. Love that positivity. Now, mate, we spoke about how you're a clean skin. I've got a question. 11 seasons, five of which saw tries. <laughs> so that means six times officially there was a nudie uh. run. <laughs> Did you ever actually? Mate, I, yeah, well, I'm not proud of it now. It's crazy to think what we used to do. Like now yeah. there's phones and... Uh, you know, that's like, it's so frowned upon now, but mate, unfortunately I I, uh, I was a veteran at nude runs. Uh, I was so experienced. I knew the tricks too. Like I'd carry my clothes with me because I knew if you leave it somewhere, someone will pinch them and yep. you won't have any clothes. So I, I knew all the tricks. It's funny, just across the road there was the old Royal Oak. Uh, yeah. It's knocked down now. Thank goodness it is because if those walls could talk, um, <laughs> they'll tell some pretty disastrous stories about me and my, uh, my trialist seasons. Back to where we were, 233 games, 11 seasons, representative jerseys as well, a wonderful legacy as a player 
And as a bloke, it's been a pleasure. Timmy Manor, you, sir, are a legend. Yeah, are we, are we still on, mate? Are we still recording? Yes. Yeah, I just want to say, Andy, I was just on you personally, mate. Like, it's um, as a kid coming through, I knew you were a para fan, but regardless of who you went for, you always had that that care about you for the playing for players. It wasn't because mm. you were a para fan that you were nice to me. You were just genuinely a, a good human. I appreciate um, that, And man. I feel that, you know, there's, there's, it's pretty rare. Like, now that I've kind of gotten older and wiser and you kind mm. of see – you know that world, and and from a bit of a distance now, you you had this care about you and um, could connect with players on a deeper level, and I think that's why, you know, when you message someone now to jump on your podcast, you know, people are very warm and welcome to, and willing to do it because they uh, were a very big soft spot for you. So, mate, I I love what you're doing. I hope that uh, you keep going to bigger and better things, and people really enjoy this because um, you're a great human, mate. You're gonna get me tearing up, Timmy. <laughs> Cheers, mate. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal, and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. Their stories are simply amazing. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full-on and the hottest podcast on the market with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current day superstars and former legends drop into chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it, and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand weekend session is a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players and coaches about barbecues, beers, and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask if you could spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.